Welcome to Let's Talk Business Spring Budget Special, a three-part series where we unpack some of the key points from the 2021 budget. In this podcast, Ian Workman, co-head of SME UK at Barclays, talks to Juliet Rogan, head of high growth and entrepreneurs at Barclays, about the budget announcements that relate specifically to the high growth sector. Here's Ian. Hi everyone and welcome to our podcast looking at the recent budget and what it might mean for the high growth and entrepreneur sector here in the UK. I'm Ian Workman and I'm a member of the business banking team and I'm really delighted to be joined by Juliet Rogan who's our head of high growth and entrepreneurs here at Barclays. So Juliet, this was a budget that placed a lot of weight on the importance of investment and innovation for the UK's economic recovery. So I'm really interested, what, from your perspective, were the biggest announcements that came out of the budget? Hi Ian. It was a really encouraging budget and great to hear the Chancellor's clear declaration of intent to make the UK the best place in the world for high-growth innovative businesses. And there was a clear imprint of some of the work the Scale-Up Institute has been highlighting re-challenges around access to talent, infrastructure, markets, leadership capacity and capital. So one of the big areas of announcements was in relation to talent and the government's approach to high-skilled migration and what the Chancellor described as an effort to attract these scientific superstars. So within that, there was a lot to unpack. So by March 2022, there will be an elite points-based visa. And within that, there will be a scale-up stream, enabling those with a job offer from a recognised UK scale-up to qualify for a fast-track visa. Reforms to the global talent visa will also allow holders of international prizes and winners of scholarships and programmes for early promise to automatically qualify. The innovative visa will also be reviewed to make it easier for those with the skills and experience to found an innovative business to obtain a visa. And by spring 2022, the government will launch a global business mobility visa for overseas businesses to establish a presence or transfer staff to the UK. Again, that's going to be super important in terms of encouraging companies to relocate to the UK and, and also grow their teams here. And with all of the different initiatives that are going on, practical support will be provided to small firms that are using this visa system for the first time. And the immigration sponsorship system will be modernized to make it easier to use. So the government will publish a delivery roadmap in the summer, which again will just make it a lot easier for people to understand the different programs that are available, but also access them to get the right talent to support the businesses and their growth. Thanks, Julia. And and I think you're great, isn't it? Just get that talent into the UK and really make sure that the UK continues its innovative history. So I think that's a really good news for for high growth businesses. So thinking more broadly, the Chancellor talked about a help to grow initiative yesterday and really as a measure to help small businesses and boost UK productivity. So really interesting. Can you take us through what we meant by that and what the help to grow initiative is? Yeah, so I mean, as you said, it's really important to highlight the importance of supporting the leadership in teams and companies that are trying to grow because we've recognised that that's an area where we can do more. And at Barclays, we've obviously been working through some of our own partnerships on the Back to Business and Scale Up UK programmes. So the Help to Grow SME Management Training Scheme that they announced, we are really proud to be a partner of with the government on this and the Help to Grow initiative which will deliver management training to SMEs across the UK. The Barclays has invested in skills for a number of years, such as through our recent Back to Business programme and events held by our Eagle Lab network. And we're looking forward to building on this and helping the government on the rollout of this latest initiative. 
There's also the Help to Grow Digital piece of the government's new scheme to provide free online advice and a discount to adopt productivity-enhancing software that will help up to 100,000 SMEs across the UK save time and money. Given the pandemic has really accelerated and compressed some of the trends that we saw pre-pandemic in terms of like moving towards digital and e-commerce, I think this will be a really important area to improve productivity nationally across the country. So it's a really positive step. Yeah, indeed. We've seen such a growth in that sort of e-commerce as you talk about there, particularly during the pandemic. And it was interesting in the budget, the Chancellor talks obviously about supporting business during the current crisis, but then also helping them and encouraging them, I guess, to invest in themselves in the future. So do you want to cover off just what's changing there, particularly around business investment? Sure. So, I mean, with high growth businesses, they often actually record annual losses because they're constantly investing in growth. So one of the key things that was mentioned yesterday was around this extended loss carryback. That means the trading loss carryback rule, which will be temporarily extended from the existing one year to three years and available to incorporated and unincorporated businesses. Now, that will mean that as companies go from being loss making in growth mode to profitability, they'll be able to avail of that tax relief. And then the other thing that I thought was really interesting that he placed a lot of emphasis on was just the R&D tax relief program. And in that they are carrying out a review and consultation of R&D tax reliefs. And the government is also going to publish the summary of responses of the recent consultation on the scope of qualifying expenditures for R&D tax credits across the UK. And also consider providing relief for data and cloud computing costs. Now, I think it's the R&D tax credit program has been really important in terms of supporting early stage growth companies access capital to help them grow through that investment into really important research and development in their businesses. So I think that will be a great initiative in terms of understanding more and making sure that we stay at the forefront of competitiveness on the world stage with that review. Yeah, sure. I think it's so important that as we go forward now that businesses invest and R&D is such important for that competitiveness, as you say, Juliet. And just an aside, look out for one of our other podcasts with Glenn Collins from the ACCA. We'll be talking a little bit more about some of the tax issues that the Chancellor talked about. So keep an eye out for that. So, Juliet, just moving on, you talked a little bit about global talent, etc., And we obviously talked about the visa policies, but actually, you know, the other thing as well as people, so businesses need access to capital. So I guess were there any takeaways from here in terms of capital treatment for for high growth businesses? Yes. So the Chancellor announced the Future Fund Breakthrough, which is a really interesting initiative that whereby they'll be investing up to £375 million in this fund. And it will be a direct co-investment product to support the scale up of R&D intensive businesses. So really innovative technology businesses. And the British Business Bank will take equity in funding rounds of over £20 million led by private investors to ensure these companies can access capital. So I think this is kind of a great follow-on to the Future Fund scheme that was launched last year as a result of the pandemic. So I think that will be really well received by the sector. Also, we had the intention to really encourage firms to publicly list. So the government said it will be working with the FCA to hold a consultation on changes intended to make the UK the best place for high growth innovative businesses to publicly list. Now, I think that's going to be a really important area as we've seen some of the unicorns that have come out of the UK in the last 10 years. It'll be great to see some of those businesses start listing on the public stock market going forward. So that's another great one for us to see them show their intention for. Lastly, there was also the investment by pension funds 
with the government's launching a consultation next month on changes to allow pension funds to invest in a broader range of assets. Again, really positive for the high growth ecosystem because you're you know, unlocking areas of capital that can be used to invest in these kinds of businesses and support the growth of these companies and also sort of future employment as well. Brilliant. Thank you, Juliet. So look, that's been fascinating. Thank you so much. And we've learned there what, what it really means, the high growth sector in terms of attracting global talent, support that's going to be available in terms of training, also in terms of really encouraging businesses to invest, particularly in R&D, and also some of the things that are coming in the future in terms of capital. So it's a really, really exciting times for the high growth sector. So Juliet, thank you ever so much for guiding us through some of these changes, particularly those for the high growth and entrepreneur sector. Everyone, hope you enjoyed that and found that informative. Please do look out for the other podcasts in this series where we're going to be looking at the key implications of the budget announcements for British businesses and the Chancellor's planned changes to the tax systems. Delighted to have some great speakers from Hannah Bernard, Head of Business Banking, and Glenn Collins from the ACCA will be joining me on those podcasts. And don't forget, if your business is affected by any of the issues we discussed on this podcast, please talk to us, access online or in person about the way that we can help. Thank you for listening to this Let's Talk Business Spring Budget Special. You'll find all the podcasts in our 2021 budget series in our Let's Talk Business channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on how we can support you in your business, visit barclays.co.uk forward slash business. We also have regular Let's Talk Agriculture, Let's Talk Brokers, and Let's Talk Real Estate podcasts featuring the latest market insights and delving deeper into other important topics and issues. Make money work for you. The views and opinions expressed in this content don't necessarily reflect the views of Barclays Bank UK PLC, nor should they be taken as statements of policy or intent of Barclays Bank UK PLC. Barclays Bank UK PLC takes no responsibility for the veracity of information intimated by a third party and no warranties or undertakings of any kind, whether expressed or implied, regarding the accuracy or completeness of the information given. Barclays Bank UK PLC takes no liability for the impact of any decisions made based on information contained and views expressed and does not provide tax advice. Barclays Bank UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Mm -hmm.